Hi, everybody. Welcome to the SOS Salon Business Success Podcast, where we are building brands that survive and developing people that thrive. Because what we know to be true is that if you're not developing your skill sets, your business is not going to grow or get any better than it is right now. And of course, we all know we're still in 2020. We're still in 2020, but it's coming to a close end. I'm very excited because this week is Thanksgiving. This week is a holiday week for a lot of us here in America. Um, and I think we're excited to bring it on, bring on the holidays and, and bring on the end of the year, bring on um, that coming together feeling, that connection feeling, which uh, my guest today that I have is going to be kind of making, you know, bridging that gap in that connection arena for us. So as I say, we're about building brands that survive while developing people that thrive. And I know a lot of people, uh, they're confused by what they might need to be spending their time doing right now. And part of the strategy that we talk about in my SOS Salon podcast and my coaching program in there is that unless you're putting together a strategic opportunity, you're not going to see success. We, there's no more randomness going on. There's no more, you know, uh, uh, quinky dinkies of, you know, oh, I had success today or, oh, I was fully booked today. It's some type of strategic effort that you're doing that's having you be successful. And I think one of the things that we're challenged by in 2020 is some level of consistency here. And so I put a lot of emphasis on looking at the strategy and I broke down the strategy into five different areas that if you can see, spend time, devote some time to each of these five categories, I promise you that you will have some level of success. Now, there might be some of you that need to spend a little bit more time in one area over the other, but the truth is, is we can't neglect any of these five areas of, uh, of success here. And so those areas are sales, operations, mindset, marketing, and education. And today we're going to be talking about operations, which of course is a big, fat, broad category, because under operations, you have systems, you have leadership, you have financials, um, you've got a lot of different you know, subcategories in this area that as a business, you have to kind of be mindful of. Um, in order to have some of that, you know, those, those revenues, that success, that awareness that's happening with you. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tie in today a little bit more with under the operations category and with my guest, Warren Peskin, to we're going to talk about connection, connection from a standpoint of what, where are we not feeling connected and of course, anything in 2020 could be an answer for that. But what do we need to do in order to be more connected, not only to our business, but to our teams and uh, just as importantly to ourselves? You know, because I talk about that you've got to be the captain of your ship. So our session today is called II Captain. And II Captain is, you know, less about looking at what your expectations are maybe for your crew at this time, but more of what are the expectations that you have for yourself and your business now that we're kind of rolling into 2021. Um, if you're not leading the team or being the captain of your ship, who is and um, what can you do to be able to prosper going into this new year? What do you need to do to be that uh, really, really engaging and connective captain here? So, you know, Warren said this when we were ch chatting a few minutes ago, and then um, when we were setting up this date for him to join me was, you know, we got to get back to what matters. We got to get back to what matters. And I think 2020, if, you know, if you could say that there was a blessing or a gift, uh, I think that 
really looking to see what matters showed up this year for me. And I think it showed up for a lot of people as well. And I believe that we're making the changes we need to make in order to have the life that we want to live, in order to have the business that we want to have, in order to have, you know, the, the dreams fulfilled that maybe we've been putting off thinking we just needed to work a little harder and a little faster and a you know, few more, few more years. And I think right now we're saying we need to make sure that we're taking care of ourselves. And, you know, and that's part of the captain's job is you know, not only taking care of the ship, but also taking care of the crew and certainly taking care of the passengers, which would be our clients in this situation here. So you got to lead yourself first into action in order to have some level of uh, consistency and the expectations that you have for yourself. Now, my my tagline for my overall business is connecting you to you so that you can confidently connect with others. And I've, I've stated that because, you know, I can fall into a lot of different categories. So I help people connect better in speaking. I help people connect better in branding and marketing and leadership. And all of those categories are part of these five pillars that we've been talking about. But most importantly is, and I believe that the conversation that we're going to have today is going to lead to how do we connect better with ourselves so that we can connect better with what's going on out there. So you're either connected or you're not. Um, I know that connection is one of my core values because this year has really played a role in that. I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for Zoom. I'm grateful for video conferencing. I'm grateful for this technology that we have today because at least I feel like I have some form of interaction with people on a daily basis while I'm, you know, coaching clients or doing um, webinars or programs. But we have to then ask ourselves, if that's not enough, what do we need to be doing in order to be more connected with others? So let's get started um, with our session today. And I'd like to, you know, we're going to take a deep dive with my guest, Warren Peskin. He's the executive VP of, whoops, that went a little fast. We're going back. We're going back. For those of you that are watching on video or watch the replay on video, um, uh, well, let me hold on. It's there. Um, but otherwise, you guys can catch me on the podcast on uh, Spotify, Anchor, Google Play, all that good stuff. All right. So it's Warren Peskin is my guest today, and he's the executive VP of Lexington International. I'll let him tell you what Lexington International is, but I'm going to tell you a little story of how Warren and I met, and that was back in the days of Sebastian. And it was the 90s, right, Warren? It was. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I saw this post the other day that said, first of all, welcome. Thanks for joining me on the podcast today. You're welcome. Good to see you. Um, I saw this post and it says, don't tell anybody that 1980 was 40 years ago. <laughs> 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 so, um, yeah, that seems freaky to think that 1980 was 40 years ago. Um, and so, you know, we met in the nineties, but you've a, you've a pretty, you have a pretty extensive past in this industry. And, you know, right now you are an Angelino, you're born in Los Angeles, you're living in the Los Angeles area. Um, and your father was involved, I think in the beauty industry, right? Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. started in 1949 working for the beauty distributor in Los Angeles. What was that one called? Uh, Al Sperling Beauty Supply. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, gosh, I remember all those days and, you know, then the, uh, the, the big distribution 
that went on back in the day. And it was, and it was, it was, it was a great time in the industry to be working in the industry um, from that point on. So you got involved in the beauty industry because your dad was kind of a uh, part of it and it kind of merged you into it. Um, and I, I, I see that I'm, I'm, I'm picturing it now. And I think you even have this in your bio here that you're driving a 1969 VW bus, <laughs> uh, long hair, bell bottoms, long hair, paint, bell the, paint the picture. Huh? Yes, Ain't the picture? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it uh, listen. Bell bottoms are back. Uh, longer hair is certainly coming back in because you know, 2020, not being able to have our hair done as much, or not feeling safe having our hair done as much in some cases, uh, certainly is going to create a trend. Um, I saw the mullets back just because people doing their own haircut uh, can't get to the back of their head, so they're just cutting the front, you know. Business in the front, party in the back, right? So all these things have a reason to come back here. Um, but you worked for Kenra, Sebastian, where we worked together from EC, West Coast Beauty Supply, Goldwell, and Bioionic. So those are all big names in the industry. And of course, I've always known you in more of the sales capacity or the business development capacity. And that's kind of the, the, the existence that you have now, even as a VP with um, HairMax. So I, I'm assuming Lexington is, a, is the kind of big name and HairMax is the company that we might be familiar with. Yeah, Hermax is the brand, Lexington International is the parent company. Perfect. Good. Good. And they're a seller of medical grade laser devices um, to support people that have hair loss. Right. We're a 20 year old brand um, that manufactures medical grade uh, laser technology um, as it relates to specific types of hair loss, in this case, androgenic alopecia. Male, female, male and female pattern hair loss. Uh, um, and so, yeah. And, yeah. and that's one of the things people have been losing these days. I'm losing. Oh, my it's, I'm it's so, so true. I mean, there is, you know, there, there's a lot of talk I see on these salon forums where people that have been through COVID um, are dealing with hair loss. And, um, and dealing with their hair is physically changing. And of course, there's, you know, there, there's, there's some truth to that with, with uh, viral infections. Um, so certainly we can tap into that. But, you know, today we're going to, we're, we're really going to be talking about kind of being that captain of your own ship and, and looking for ways to be able to lead your life. And I know that we, we chatted a little bit on, you know, the blame game. Right. But. Let's you know, start that's a there's, good place. there's a lot to blame. <laughs> well, yeah, there is, right? <laughs> I'm going to stop share so people can see your beautiful face. Well, thanks. On speaker <laughs> view here. Yeah. So, you know, give us a little insight of you. Here's, here's one of the things I want to say. I've always, you know, listened to you, read your, your, your blogs and articles that you've done because you have a very well-rounded perspective of the beauty industry from a, from a, from a you know, very long time. And you've seen the changes that have happened. And I think that there's still an enormous amount of change that's taking place in the industry. And where maybe before it was with manufacturers, with acquisitions and, and mergers, and then distribution started to fall into that category. But now I think a lot of the changes are happening just on, on the street level with salons. They're surviving or they're not. Yeah, and then you throw in COVID-19. Right. So, you know, we, this is, 
a confusing time. It's a time of fear. It's a time where, we, you know, look at human beings. We, one of the things we love to do is we love to make meaning out of anything and everything, right? You know, even if we, even if it's fearful and we, you both, you and I know that fear isn't necessarily something that's real, but it sure seems that it's real. And then when you add a bunch of fears together, right, that's the sum of all fears. And we create habits and behaviors that end up in on, you know, end up in results that aren't based on anything that's real. Right. Mm -hmm. So you throw all that in together and you look at it, you know, at the salon beauty industry and it's like, oh, my God. Right. How do we navigate this? You know, I'm second generation, like you mentioned. And in my, you know, extensive time in the beauty industry, never before do I remember salons being lawfully requested to close their doors. Yeah. It's like, no, it's like not, you know, could you close your doors or we recommend that you close your doors? No, you're shut down. Right. And so not only did we have distribution changes before COVID-19 where channels of distribution, where products that were exclusive to salons were no longer exclusive to salons. And, you know, and when you and I met, if a product showed up where it wasn't supposed to be, we called it diversion. And now we've just changed the label and it's called e-commerce. Right. So, you know, and, and, you know, and so we just add that whole thing into it, but as human beings, it's so much easier for me to be on your side of the street and blame you. Right. Is either a person, place or thing that is causing you know, my upset in my life and things not working in my life. Okay. And, and so that, that's what's happening to the beauty industry, right? You know, salons have reopened and we're, even though we've got protocols, like my wife and I go to the local salon and you walk in and there, you know, you're one of four people, you know, you don't hear the loud noises, the chatter, you know, you know, the salon environment that we're so used to, um, experiencing. We don't, you know, we don't see that. We see big, you know, big things of, you know, product to make sure we cover our skin and put our masks on. Um, and what people don't get is that all of that is creating changes for the hairdresser in, in mm-hmm. terms of one basic thing. And that's like, I'm making less money. Okay. Um, I don't have more than one client in the chair. I don't have anybody waiting. You got to wait in your car. You know, the whole system has changed. But when you talk to people, it's like, okay, yeah, there's COVID-19 and then there's all these rules and regulations, but people are acting as if nothing's changed. Right. Mm. But I believe that the truth of the matter is, is that people are fearful and don't know what to do. Right. They just don't know what to do. And, you, you know, I know in my own life, fear can be real paralyzing. Right. Um, even though I get that whatever I'm feeling fearfully isn't real, it's paralyzing me. It's, it's got my feet stuck in concrete. And I think that's where the salons are right now. Um, nobody was prepared for this. Nobody is prepared for this. We're making whatever it is we're making up as we go along. Right. And the bottom line is, is it's affecting people's lives. Um, it's affecting hairdressers and it's affecting friends that you and I have, not only as hairdressers, but distributors, you know, and manufacturers. Mm-hmm. I think manufacturers are the ones that are getting away 
you know, with something positive and that they can easily transfer the sales of their product from normal distribution channels to, you know, putting it on an e-commerce site that's got a large database with a well-known brand and, you know, one plus one equals sales for them, right? But so what about the distributor and what about the salons who have really taken the hit? Um, and so, you know, I, I captain, you know, being the captain of your own ship, you know, in order to get from point A to Z, right, in terms of a journey or a travel, right, the captain has to be mindfully aware of themselves and their environment so they can make the right choices yeah. to get from point A to B, A to Z. So I know in my own life, right, and I've had ups and downs and had to reinvent myself more times than I, you know, can remember, but you do what you do, that I think, you know, the thing that I'm grateful for, and you mentioned earlier, that there are blessings, there are silver linings um, with the pandemic. And it's caused me and people I know to look at ourselves. How are we going to navigate? How am I going to, when I wake up in the morning, how am I going to make a living? What are the choices I need to make? Who do, who has to be in my life, right? To make choices, you know, are the people in my life taking a stand for me? Do they want more for me than I want for myself? Who are my business partners? Who am I, you know, who are my sources, right? And this is a time to look at that. Right. Um, you know, we've talked to the salons about um, low, you know, single inventory. Like I remember, you know, for me, see, one of the things that we talked about years ago was like, hey, you know, we have one color for both permanent, semi-permanent, you know, cut back on inventory. And I think now the need is to make those kind of choices where it comes to limiting my choices, maximizing my dollars. Mm, that's a really that's a really good point. I remember when I was with Kenra. And um, we had a corporate sales trainer and I'll never forget her name because she changed my life. Her name was Linda Schrader. And this is a time where manufacturers really invested into their management team to be trained. And, and Linda was really good at, you know, sharing with us and teaching us what was called neuro-linguistic programming mm -hmm. um, back then. But one of the things she talked about that's never left me and it's relevant today is how do you become the primary source of satisfaction? Single sourcing, right? So if I'm a distributor and I'm selling products and I'm a salon and I'm buying products, why is the salon, why as a salon, I'm buying, you know, products from multiple distributors. Why am I not limiting my, my sourcing? My revenue is, has been cut. So maybe it's an opportunity to look at who in my life really, really brings value to the table, right? And so it's a time to look at who my partners really are. It's, and as a hairdresser, I know if I know color, I can make any color work. If I know shampoo, I can make shampoo, mix it with water and I'm gonna get suds. Um, you know, so it's maybe time to not necessarily look at just features and benefits, but as a hairdresser, I am a thoroughly trained, knowledgeable, empowered person who understands hair. Right. Mm -hmm. So I can make anything work. And, you know, I remember years ago to prove my point, there was a hairdresser in Huntington Beach, California, that was a six figure colorist, six figure colorist, and they were colorblind. But intellectually, they understood the theory of color and they would ask, find out, you know, ask questions and they were able to, 
you know, determine how to, you know, formulate color, how to apply color and being colorblind. And so that never left me. So the point is, is that hairdressers and today, good, bad, right or wrong, I have no opinion. You know, most hairdressers are independent, right? They have their own business, right? Whether it's in a salon suite or they rent a chair or they're at home. And so they are literally, we have more captains than we've ever had. Mm -hmm. And to navigate these waters, it's really about looking at ourselves first. And I'd much rather like tell you about you than me telling me about me to you, right? Uh, you know, and that's not the most comfortable place for people. But right now, the world is telling us we need to take a deep breath. We're, we, you know, things are out of our control. Things are always out of our control. But what's in control is me. I can control me. I can control what I say, what I think most of the time, who I spend my time with, who I choose to do business with. And so this is a time not to be in denial of one thing. As a hairdresser, I'm making less money. Wake up, people. That's the truth. You know, you can- Everybody is. Everybody. Yeah. Now, I, I understand that it's, there could be businesses that uh, you could be employed with a business and you're making the same salary and you're not necessarily personally impacted by what's happening with COVID. But I promise you the company probably is. And if your, your salary or your wage has not changed at this point, it could in the future or somebody else's job could be at risk in the future because everybody's been impacted by this. Everybody. I mean, think about it. You know, if you're a company that cut back on forecasts, right? COVID, COVID hits and your manufacturer is like, or distributor is like, okay, I really get there's going to be some changes. We have to slow down on our buying. We have to slow down on what we're in, you know, what we inventory. And then you make the decision like, okay, well, let's do e-commerce. And that starts to do well. You're not prepared. And so it just backs up. So you got to go to your sources. You got to, you know, go down your supply chain. And can you get the products quick enough? Um, and, you know, and even some e-commerce sites, you know, um, you know, scold you if you run out of product now. Right. Mm -hmm. So everybody on some level is affected. And this is a time to look at how do we take care of our ship? How do we take care of ourselves? And how do we take care of our crew? Like you talked in the beginning. And it starts with the captain. You know, we have time. If you're a hairdresser, you're not working the same amount of hours as you did because the law won't allow that. That's a reality. So what are you doing with your time, right? Are you learning how to create a database that you know that you need now? Are you learning how to virtually reach out to your customers um, and, to, and to remember that the relationship between a hairdresser and their client is unlike any other business. Some of you hairdressers that are out there, you've known your clients for years. You see them more often than they see their family, right? Mm -hmm. And so there's this bond, you've seen their kids, you've seen the, you've done the weddings. So you have a relationship that, that you haven't really leveraged. You haven't really asked for help. You've allowed them to shop online. You forgot that your recommendation means more than anything and that they need to hear from you. They need to, they need to understand from you that buying retail from you is part of how you stay in business, right? 
mm-hmm. and that you stand on your feet and you deserve it. Hey, look at if you're charging 5% more, you know, you deserve that, but you got to let them know. Right. And so there's conversations and learnings that can go on as it relates to building our self-esteem, getting clear on who we are and understanding that what we did before COVID-19 won't work right now. It yeah. just won't work. The but rules- do you agree, Warren, too, that, you know, we can all put this big black label on COVID as, you know, uh, ruining the business and slowing us down and having clients not come back. But the truth is the last couple of years, there, there have been a lot of salon owner struggles. There have been a lot of distributor struggles. There have been a lot of manufacturer struggles. Yeah, this, this just is, kind of put it all on the table. <laughs> this just heightened it, right? Yeah. So this is kind of like the icing on the cake. Um, look, it. Um, I have worked with some pretty amazing people, and I'm and I'm grateful. And what and in the beauty industry, and what those people shared in common is a passionate stand. If 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 they were a manufacturer. They took a stand for their distributors and the distributors took a stand for the hairdresser. It was, it was a, an industry that everybody had this line drawn in the sand and, and we didn't budge. If it wasn't good for the hairdresser, it wasn't done. And now there's a belief that, you know, people are finger point. Well, you know, we had a go you know, this way in, 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 in retail because hairdressers weren't selling product and nobody took responsibility. And, and maybe we didn't teach the hairdresser how to do that. Maybe we didn't teach the stylist that, a, that to sell something, there's an opening, a middle and a close, mm-hmm. right? And, and maybe we didn't do a good enough job. And maybe we got caught up too much in features and benefits because that's the story rather than basically, you know, sharing at one time earlier in our industry, if you use our product, here's what's in it for you. These are the results you're going to get. Yeah. You know, we, that you solve a problem with it. That's it. And, and that's what hairdressers are. They're problem solvers. They're of service. And so, you know, the pandemic just was icing on the cake um, that brought to the surface murkier problems that already existed um, but that maybe were a bit opaque and now they're much more, much more clear. And so the question is, all right, how do we move forward? Mm-hmm. But we know salons are open, they're limited capacity. And so we need to help the hairdresser understand that there is learning ability. There are things to be learned about themselves to navigate the waters and, and solve the problem. You know, look, at it's like sometimes a scientist, you know, you just have to science the shit out of something, right? Mm-hmm. You gotta, you know, you gotta work backwards. And, you know, so here's where you wanna go. How do you get there? And it's all about, you know, behaviors. It's all about who we decide to show up being every day. Yeah. Um, it, you know, it's in, in our I call beliefs it, and our behaviors. States of being, right? Yeah. And so I want to, you know, I want to be a better business person. I want to be a better communicator. I want to, um, I, I want to be um, uh, good at virtual 
you know, technology. Um, I want to be better at saying what I want, um, you know, and, and so those are, those are things, those are things we, what's this, hold on. Those are things we take on being. And so to me, business is a game. Yeah. And, yeah. and so every day I wake up with, how do I want to play the game? So hairdressers, distributors, whatever, you know, every day. And that's the only thing, Bonnie, you know, we can control is today. Yesterday, it's gone. Tomorrow's not here yet. So what do I need to do today? What do I need to achieve? So if I'm a hairdresser and I wake up and I look at, you know, who I've got booked, right? What am I doing? What's the service? What am I charging? What is in there for retail? that I can make money? Um, is there an opportunity for a referral? Um, is there an opportunity for a promotion? This is Thanksgiving, this is the holidays, this is Black Friday, Cyber Monday. How can I take advantage of it? Um, do I have a Facebook page? And so look at my game. What do I, you know, who do I need to be? Do I need to be creative? Do I need to be inspiring? Do I need to be funny? Do I need, you know, whatever it is, and you, on a daily basis, you write this down at the you know, beginning of your day. It's almost like a journal, but just like, okay, here's what I want to achieve today. Who do I have to take on being? At the end of the day, where we take a deep breath and we look at our game, did we achieve our goal? If we did, then we can check the boxes of all the things we wanted to become during today. Most likely, we did. If we didn't, we can check, look at the box and say, you know, I wasn't very creative today. I didn't take on being creative. I wanted to be active. I took, I was lazy, right? I wanted to be fearless, but I took on being fearful. If, for example, I was going to ask my client, you know, would you be interested in buying this product today? Right? This is what I recommend. I didn't do that because I was afraid they would say no. Right? So we, our success on a daily basis can be measured by our behavior and mm -hmm. opinions about, well, how long does it take, you know, how many days it take to create a new behavior, some say 30 days, whatever the case is. Today is about shit or get off the pot. Sorry for the expression, right? But I can't think my way into new results. I have to act my way into results. We can think all we want, right? It's just like everyone gets caught up in margins. You can't take a margin to the bank. You just can't. Like, hey, bank, I've got 40% margin here. I want to give it to you. You can't take it. But I can act my way into right thinking. Mm -hmm. That's what I want the salons to do. That's what I want the stylists to do. I want them to take a deep breath, look at their business, look at their life, and write down, just write down, you know, what do I want to change? Who do I want to be? Because we have the time to do it, right? We're not caught up in the, the rush, rush of business and, oh my God, I'm late and I got clients. I mean, we can't be late right now because late doesn't exist, yeah. right? You know, it just, it, it just doesn't exist. And so this is a time just to get real honest um, and, and get prepared for when this too shall pass. 
because it's going to pass. Yeah. Right. But it's a, it's a good, you know, I talked about strategy in the beginning and you know, I'm a big believer in that because if I don't plan something out and apply some type of, like you said, a game, a strategy to it, it won't happen. And the funny thing is, is that there's this like indirect philosophy. I can plan out that I want to accomplish certain things in a day or a week and sometimes they don't happen based on my direct efforts. Sometimes they happen based on that, like you said, that shift of my behavior changing that allows it to kind of like come forward. And if we have time to be able to kind of plan out and be more strategic in our process, then we will get the results that we need to get. You know, you said it earlier. I mean, you and I have had this conversation a couple of times this year. There are things to be grateful for. And, and I don't mean to be disrespectful of those that um, at Thanksgiving, there's going to be empty chairs. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I get the impact of that. I, I really, really do. Um, and with that being said, life has slowed down. Yeah. It just um, has. And why can't we look at that? and be grateful. Yeah. I don't believe in coincidences. I just don't, you know, things happen for a reason. And I, and I don't mean to be cruel in saying that. And again, I'm, you know, I have friends that have gotten sick. I know people that have lost loved ones, you know, due to the pandemic and it's, and it's real. My wife works in, she's a first responder in a dental office, right? People walk in and you, you know, and there's this major testing that goes on before they can see anybody. So I, I get it, but at some point we have to stay on our side of the street and we have to look at ourselves mm-hmm. because situations that cause chaos show us who we really are. Mm-hmm. And we don't mean, we may not like what we see, but there's no right or wrong and we're not broke and we don't need fixing. We're just, we've just been human beings and we need to be a little bit compassionate for ourselves and our fellow human beings, but we can't blame anybody. We can't blame anyone for COVID-19 and we can talk about politics till, you know, the cows come home. The reality is it exists. And the reality is salons are open and the reality is distributors are distributing. Now it comes down to what do I want for myself in being in business and being very clear. And we have the time to look at that. And we have people like you and we have, you know, places online and and other and podcasts and and learning groups to, to look at, you know, what's missing for me in my life, the presence of which would make a difference. And so if I'm a salon owner, rather than look at things right or wrong or good or bad or left or right or up or down, why can't we just look at it simply and, and, um, and gently it's like, what's missing, what's missing in my business. (laughs) And if it were present would make a difference and everybody can get answers to that. And we don't have to shame ourselves and we don't have to look at it from right or wrong. It's simply what's missing because I guarantee you what's missing today was missing last year. Yeah. And what we're capable of doing and what we're capable of learning is just, you know, one, one step at a time. 
It's, it's not like all of a sudden I have to figure out how to revise my entire existence in business. Just one thing. You got to look at one thing, one area that you can make a change on today and, and see if it makes an impact. And, you know, then, then take on another thing. And then eventually you'll be able to do a couple things simultaneously um, that will make an impact. Yeah, something I don't do very well. So it's well, no, li- li- I, I don't do that very well either, but we have to be able to look at it. And it's like, I have to plan for my success or I'm planning for my failure. Yeah, it's, it's about being a different version of ourselves. Keyword yeah. thing. You and I have heard the cliches, you know, we're not human doings, you're human beings, right? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we take that on. And I hope people, you know, really take on and embrace, you know, the role you've taken on. There is, I've enjoyed having mentors in my life that show up and they're just straight and honest for me, right? And they care more for me than I care for myself. So they show up and they're honest. It's not about hurting feelings. It's giving, giving feedback and recommendations, you know, and I don't have people in my life that tell me what to do. They just, they make recommendations. They give feedback. Because whatever is missing in my life, if I just try to find out what's missing, the presence of which would make a difference with this brain that created the missing in the first place, again, that's the theory of insanity. Yeah. So you represent, you know, something outside of ourselves. And there's other alternatives for people to just get outside of themselves and get feedback so that when we can go outside and breathe the fresh scented air without fear. And it's never been cleaner because we're not driving as much. (laughs) We're not flying as much. (laughs) The sky is blue. Uh, You know, then we will have taken this time rather than be in fear every day and embrace this time to really bring a, you know, a different version of ourself to life every day and have the life that we all want to live, you know, being happy, joyous, and free, right? Whatever that means for every person. But I think this is a time, you know, um, that we're gentle on ourselves, that we're compassionate, um, that we don't judge, and we take this time to learn. Yeah. And you know what? I love that. I love the idea of you got to look inside. You got to look inside at yourself and everything. And I get it. Salon owners are a very lonely crowd of people. Um, They don't have a lot of supportive resources to connect with each other. Um, You know, there's a lot of variables. There's a lot of gray area in that. There's a lot of mistrust um, in, you know, certain communities with that. So, you know, any of those opportunities where you can be together and you can share insights that are going on or kind of dictating trends that are happening. And then you have to put, you know, put your head together and say, is it impacting me? Is it affecting me? What do I need to do about it for my business? And, you know, and to not feel like you have to be the savior of your business, Um, but to really look at if you are the captain of your ship, then what do you need to be doing and how do you get the buy-in from your crew to make sure that, you know, everybody's, everybody's trying to get that ship in the same direction. 
And, you know, and I, I'm a big fan, you know, we talked about this being kind of an operational category leadership. You know, I'm a big fan of find out where your strengths are, but hire the experts in the areas that you're not strong in. Find the people that are going to help you, hold you, hold your feet to the fire, hold you accountable, um, help you with areas that you're not as good at, you know, especially for salons, because a lot of, a lot of owners that, that, you know, have worked behind the chair or haven't, you know, that kind of we're pulling away from behind the chair. They're back behind the chair right now because they're trying to manage, you know, income, cash flow. Right. You know, we've seen affiliate programs show up um, as a way for salons to, you know, garner additional revenue. And that works great if you're a salon that has a, a database that you can, you know, Put that, you know, get that information to and market that information to. There are opportunities for people in our industry to show up and be of service, right? And there are technologies like Instagram and Twitter and Facebook that a lot of salons don't utilize. And it's all free, right? Yeah, there's, there's, there's there. a lot of free services on that. So, but, you know, it is a time of, you know, looking you know, you, you talked about, you know, operations and, you know, and when, and when someone goes in for an operation, there's really like this whole process of going on of, you know, uh, looking at what you were doing before, what's going on during, what's going on after. And if we look at, you know, the operations of a salon really like it's an, or it's a breathing organic, um, you know, expanding, non-expanding, you know, piece of energy that changes on a daily basis. But what, what we need to like be more stable is who we are within that, right? Yeah. You know, it's, that for, for me, right, you know, I, I took on my health, right? The irony, it's like we have COVID-19, you know, hitting in January and I decided, you know, to take on my health, um, you know, um, uh, um, um, among, you know, this pandemic and, and I'm not sure I would have done that. Right. That's the irony. And so now it's a time to take on the health of a salon and to take on the health of a salon owner. Right. Yeah, um, that's, that's are, true. That's, are, they are the captain of their ship. You're the captain of your ship. And they need the support right now. They need the support to be able to do it, but they have to be willing to also, you know, reach out for the right kind of support. I'm always, I'm always be careful what you ask, you know, in general and, you know, on these salon forums, because the advice that you might be getting may not be relevant to you and it may not be good advice, period. So you have to be able to kind of say, if I'm the captain of my ship, I have to know how my ship runs. And then I need to find like-minded support people, you know, whether it's coach or mentor or consultant to guide me in the right, you know, manner and with the right resources and with the right information. And, and, and make sure that that intent is, is right. Yeah, um, exactly. What do I have going on here? 
<laughs> Somebody's calling you. So while you're, you're taking care of that, you, I'm going to move forward here because you guys, one of the things that I'm uh, offering here, and I know it's, people are like, oh, that's the worst time to be able to offer a five-day you know, boot camp. But what I'm telling you is it's five days, 45-minute sessions each day. It's manageable. It's bite-sized. And it's the SOS hiring boot camp because here's the struggle we're dealing with. You know, we can't wait until 2021 to be, you know, looking for those new teammates. But the truth is, is I'm taking a little bit of a different spin on this. I'm not just going to tell you where you need to like run the ad and how you need to write up the ad and, you know, what you're doing. We're going to be looking at you as a leader and we're going to be looking at your business as an entity and we're going to evaluate through this five days is it really important are you in a position to hire somebody or are you in a position to do some other strategy you know some people think that if i hire more people it's bringing in more business but that is not the case and that's certainly not the case under covid expectations right now you may not be able to have the capacity guidelines uh, on your side um, you may not have the space in your salon to be able to do that. So maybe it's not about bringing in a new person. Maybe it's about looking at client relations. So maybe it's an awareness campaign um, versus a recruitment campaign. So it's December 7th through the 11th. It's five days. We're going to be doing 45-minute sessions a day, and I'm going to guide you through how to be able to look at your business and what you need to do in order to get that new crew, if that's what you're looking for, add on crews or more crew members that you're going to need here. Um, that's going to lead us into the first of the year where we're going to be doing the 12 week thrive over survive a live course uh, that starts on January 18th. Um, and that is weekly sessions and they're specifically designed to be weekly strategy sessions where you are in action and in action to be able to kind of, you know, guide your ship and your boat and your business to the right destinations here. So uh, prepare to jump on board to the SOS Bootcamp. And here's, here's the link that I'm gonna give you guys and I'll also post it in there. Uh, SOSHiringBootcamp.com. Go to SOSHiringBootcamp.com. You're gonna register, it's free. I do have a VIP package available and the VIP package is $97, but that gets you a strategy session with me um, and a resource guide of what you might need in order to be, um, uh, in order, you know, in order to kind of like take, take control, be the captain of that ship. And then of course, if you want to get on the wait list for the 12 week course, Thriving Over Surviving, you can go to saveoursalons.club and get on the wait list. And um, I'd be happy to have you on the wait list. We're going to be um, locking that in and making decisions here uh, the 1st of December. So I'll let you know when you're on the wait list, I'll let you know you have the opportunity to do that program as well. So Warren, thanks so much. What's, what's, uh, what's, what's your final words here? What do you want to share as we're closing out, going into the holidays and closing out 2020? Whoops, I think you're muted. There take you are. The, take this time, get grateful for what you do have, mm. and look for what's missing in your business, and create a team to help make what's missing present for you. And I just wish everyone be safe and well during this holiday season. Yeah, perfect. Mm -hmm. And to you too. Thanks. And to you too. All right. Enjoy your holidays. Um, I look forward to connecting with you in the new year and we'll put some more opportunities together to share some insights. Okay. Travel safe. Be well. Right. Happy Thanksgiving. Thank you. Bye.